Manifesting your dreams, get your cream by any means, and being with self-esteem, beauty supreme, and booty walk so mean, the way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens, dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka, redesign your spot and redefine your mantra, retwist your locks and realign your chakras, doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh, crunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip, adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis, celestial body, drink your water, meditate, sin kiss goddess, heavenly order, levitate, tribe of a Shanti, black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage, you a gift and a treasure, you got to love a black girl getting a shift together, black girls are getting a shift together, these black girls getting a shift together, man, these black girls are getting a shift together, these black girls getting a shift together, dog. God made you, boo, he know he showed out. Mahogany enchantress, blessings overflow now. Picture of success, seductive silhouettes on a spiritual quest. Manifest and be blessed. Mother, sister, auntie, tribe of Ashanti. Rocking your locks, I got a close crop blondie. The curse and the gift uplift, apply pressure. Nothing like a black girl getting a shift together. Nothing like a black girl getting a shift together. Nothing like a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a shift together, man. Man, these black girls are getting they shift together, man. These black girls are getting they shift together. Hello and welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. This is a podcast about mental health and wellness as well as self-empowerment for Black women. I'm your host, Ursula. I'm a life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. And each week I promise to deliver relevant topics and resources that affect our community. So just remember, once we can identify the issue is when we can start to heal. Welcome to season two. How's everybody feeling? Oh my God, there's already people (laughs) coming in already in the waiting room. That shows the power of the guest I have on. Wow. Okay. So this is going to be an exciting night. But before we get started, I just want to tell everybody hello. Thank you for all the support. And I have a new global listener. I looked on the analytics. There's someone, apparently someone in Pakistan listens to me now. (laughs) That's amazing to me, but that's what's going on. So whenever you're in here, I want you to say hello, drop a line, say um, this is a replay type replay in in the comments, whatever you want to do. Let me know where you're tuning in from. This would be great. Now, our topic is about raising vibration. But before we do that, I'm 
going to read my guest bio. Very interesting. Just to let you know, my guest's name is Lori Scott, and she's a certified personal growth and relationship coach. It's her belief that when you discover your passion, you will ultimately fulfill your purpose and live your destiny. She also believes that we always know what our passion is, but are often unable to see or feel it as we get sidetracked by life. Facts. (laughs) So when we commit to take the journey to rediscover it, we peel back the layers of who we are to become, and then we're able to reveal our most authentic self. Lori also's mission is to live her life and purpose and motivate and support others in doing the same. She uses her personal journey to encourage her clients to discover and pursue their passions and live the life they deserve. I'm going to bring this beautiful woman out of the waiting room. And here we go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> how are you? I'm well. How are you, Lori? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Hello to all the listeners. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing well today. We actually have somebody, uh, Lee Kosh, Lee Willis from New York City. Yes. Yes. Hey, Hello. Lee. <laughs> New York City. Thank you for hey, tuning in. I do she know who said, that is. <laughs> she said hello, Lori. Awesome. Lori, did yes, I say anything else about you? You can tell the listeners something else about you. <laughs> um, I tell you what, there, there's there's a lot, just like there's a lot about you. However, as we go through our, our conversation, I'm sure I'll re- reveal more and more. So um I'm ready to, to get started. I, th- I think we, we got some good ground. Got a good foundation. Let's get it. So anybody who's listening, I'm going to put up a screen and I want you to type in the comments if you know of someone that sounds like this or you could be that person, but you know, you don't step on any toes, but that is possible. Or if you heard these sayings before, I'm going to get a little closer so I can read. Cause you know I'm 28 years old and my eyes are 28. 28 with experience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Type in the notes. I want you to post the number. So there's a number on each post-it note. If that number, if that quote sounds familiar, type it in the notes. So here we go. Have you ever heard somebody say, let me get my fat ass up or if there's a topic, a subject, a, a, an issue, an, a, anything, and they say, I don't think I can do blah, blah, blah. You fill in the blanks. Or do you know someone who has a problem for every solution? Also, what about if there's someone who you know and they say, I don't like anyone or I don't trust anyone. Uh, how about this? How about I put my glasses on? For this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. And they say that um, they never ask for help. Or they lie a lot. A lot. They're a negative Nancy. They just, you know, or they're just annoying as hell. <laughs> that magic. <laughs> I mean, Lord Jesus. Lee said one through seven. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, so we've all heard it. We all know know somebody like that, or we've been that person. Yeah, I, I'll admit i've I've been those people. I've been those people too. The difference is, the difference is, we can't live in that forever. We cannot you know live in that forever. Show's over. That was good. <laughs> okay, well, I'll say this. The show is about how not to live in that forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So the reason why I mentioned that, hey, Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Nicole said hello. Hello. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> you know what? Excuse me. Before I get into that, I'm, I'm so excited talking to you. I need to tell everyone how... Lori and I met. Wow, I love the story. <laughs> so this is the story. I'm here in Atlanta and Lori is in Dallas. We'll just, yeah. yeah. So a mutual friend of ours, Tanya, she posted a question on Facebook. I forgot what it was now, but pretty much what would you do Help me out, Lori. What was you know, it? What would you... I wish I could remember the exact question, but it was something to the effect of, you know, when you were younger, what you dreamt about doing or what you wanted to do, are you doing that now? Right. So, Lori, first of all, in the thread, the thread was literally <laughs> this long. <laughs> out of all the answers on that thread, for some reason, I was laser focused and went straight into Lori's answer. And what did you say, Lori, on your answer? Um, to my recollection, uh, I said that I was doing something close to what I said. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if I went through the whole scenario of when I was young, all I wanted to be was happy. And then mm -hmm. I grew into, okay, well, people don't really want to hear that you just want to be happy. They kind of want to know what career path you'd like. Right. <laughs> so somewhere around nine, I realized, okay, I probably need to come up with an occupation. And so I would say I wanted to be a psychiatrist. And I'm like, I know now that I really wanted to be a psychoanalyst. We can all look up the definitions of the difference, right? right. But I wanted to help people. But more importantly, I wanted to know what made people tick, what made people do what they do. That's what okay. it was. That was it. I need, I want to know, I want to understand, and I want to help. So many, many, many years later, um, I was doing something completely different, working in the investment field, which has nothing to do with any of that. And I started being drawn back to what I loved, which was people and helping people. And mm -hmm. coaching came about because it was something that 20 years prior I had seen and I thought, I don't know what that is, but I want to do that. 
Right. Thing I wanted to do. So I said, I'm not a psychoanalyst, but I am a life coach. And that's that's close. That's that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes, you are. And so at the time I was in classes to become a certified life coach. And that's where the tunnel vision, I mean, it just laser focused. And, you know, I'm good for sliding up in people's DMs. And I slid up in her DM and we were just talking, you know, back and forth. And then from that talk went to a Zoom conversations. (laughs) And we just, we literally talk like this, what you're going to see today. And before I knew I was, well, I already knew I was going to ask Lori to be on my show because she's just something about her, which I know now, I didn't know at the time, but it was something about her that always drew me to her. One, she, her voice is like velvet. (laughs) That sultry voice. Sprinkle with some melanin. But (laughs) other than that, it was really how she was vibrating, which is extremely high. It's an elevated level. And that really drew me to her. We have some of the best conversations. Matter of fact, just yesterday, we talked for about two, two and a half hours. (laughs) One of the many conversations we've had. I have to tell you, though, you bring that same vibe. So it's really easy. So we can go from like great to phenomenal in our conversations because you bring what what I bring. It just works together. So please know that like it's a 50-50 split. We, we meet in the middle. I'll accept that. I receive it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump right into, I just wanted people to know our history and that this is the chemistry you see. That's the vibrations just. This is it. <laughs> amalgamation. So. Can you give other examples of what vibrating low is? And then we're going to switch over on how to vibrate higher. Yes, absolutely. Um, Okay, so I'm going to speak from my personal experience and and what I've seen around me. Um, when When a person is lethargic, they're tired, they're stressed, there's there's no way that you could possibly be at your best. Okay. Um. Vibrating low will cause you to be envious or jealous, petty, these kinds of things, all right? Because it's almost like being in a, in a dark place or at least a very dimly lit place. Absolutely. So there's a, there's, I mean, there's so many things. You feel heavy. Mm-hmm. You feel like there's no way out of this. And you know the saying, misery loves company? Oh, it yes. absolutely does. So, so when you are vibrating low, everything you attract is vibrating low. So it yes. feels to a point where it feels like you just you can't get out of this. Right. It's extremely toxic. It's very toxic, but you don't know that when you're in it. Like you don't. You really, really don't. And if people can imagine toxic being soup the liquid of soup, and then you have the ingredients in there. You have jealousy, there's bitterness, resentment, low low self-worth, a lot of negative self-talk. 
you can't sleep at night. You know, you're it's yeah. restless. I mean, you Definitely feel stuck. And restless for me is a really big thing because you're not just restless in your body, you're restless in your soul. Your mind is restless. It's racing, but it's not going anywhere. So all of those, mind, body, and soul, all restless. That's probably mm. one of the key factors of vibrating on a low level. So let me ask you this. What, are, what, are, um, what does it look like when you stay in that low vibration for a long, for an extended amount of time? In my opinion, it looks like depression. I'm not a therapist and I'm not a counselor, but if you allow yourself to stay in that negative space for so long, yes, I believe that transcends into depression or transforms into depression. I'm sorry. Right. I'm and glad you said, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say that's, that's not clinical depression, nor could, you know, I diagnose something like that, but we, I think we know people that just kind of fall into that space, but they're not necessarily clinically depressed. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And I'm glad you said that because if people have that, you know, I've been there before and it's not a good feeling. And sometimes if you don't know how to get out of it, I am an advocate of therapy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you you are. And I appreciate that about you. I really, truly do. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you need if you if you choose to come out and want to get out of that and have that mind shift, okay, see coaches like ourselves. But mm-hmm. if it's some trauma from way back, that's where therapy comes in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that um, when you get to that state, when you get to a point so low, I honestly believe survival instinct is that flight or fight response. You you got a choice to make. You're going to opt out of life in general or you're going to fight to survive. And when that fight to survive comes in, that's when light can come into that dark space. Mm. You got to want it. You have to want you have to realize I don't I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh tired that- of feeling And that's why I ended up or how I ended up in therapy. I was tired of being literally those are my same words when my therapist asked me, like, well, why are you here? I'm tired of being tired. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So speaking of the light, how can what does a high vibration look like to you, first of all? Oh, okay. In your opinion. In my opinion, um, yeah. when you are vibrating high and there's so many different levels, the one thing that you will feel is peace, not perfection, but peace. That mm-hmm. means you're in a space where no matter what's coming at you, you can deal because you're in a grounded, centered space and you have peace about yourself. You have mm-hmm. a peace of mind. You have a peace of spirit and you got peace in your heart. And I know Mm -hmm. that there are a lot of people listening right now that may not understand what I'm talking about or just trying to figure out how do I get there? We're going to talk about that. (laughs) We're going to talk about that. But vibrating high to me looks like, feels like peace. Right. May I also add 
joy? Oh my, oh yeah. That's why I said there's so many different levels because to me, peace is your baseline. When you, when you get to the baseline and from there, so many beautiful things can happen in your life. Like you said, joy, love from all areas, all aspects, all types of people in your life, gratitude, all of these things. But you can't even, some people you can't even recognize, you can't even see until you have some peace about yourself. Yeah. They're there, they're speaking to you, but you can't even relate because you're not on your baseline. You're not at peace. Yeah. Lee said, peace is priceless. Yes, it is. And when they say, no one will steal my joy, no, don't let them steal your peace because joy is coming, okay? <laughs> joy is coming. Happiness is coming. But you can't let anyone steal your peace. Absolutely. It's important that, kind of piggybacking back on the therapy, sometimes because there's so much trauma, you cannot recognize it, but it's good to have that baseline, yes. you know? Yeah. So can you give us an example of what that baseline is? Mm. Okay. So I think this is a good point where I can use the well example. <laughs> All right. So we walk through our daily lives and we're feeling like everything is pretty okay. Normal routine, right? So at this moment, I would love for the audience, if they will, close your eyes and picture yourself walking on a path. I don't care if it's in a forest, park, whatever, but you're on a path. You're walking and you're not paying attention to what's in front. You're actually enjoying the moment, all the beauty around you. And the next thing you know, you've fallen into a hole. I'm going to call that hole a well. Okay. Out of nowhere, you fell into this well. First thing that's probably going to hit is panic. Like, what just happened? Fear. Anxiety. Yeah. And then the need to survive. I've got to get out. I've got to get out. So you may feel around for a ladder or rungs. You may call out for help, ask someone to throw you a rope. Or you may not have any of those things and realize I have to scale the walls. Mm -hmm. And what your baseline actually is. So to break it down a little bit, you falling in the well is something happening possibly in your day. You're going along, you wake up, you're feeling great. All of a sudden, something happens at work, at work, and you're stressed. Oh my goodness, what's going on? Somebody comes in and they start dropping their drama on you. So mm -hmm. you're feeling this negativity. All of these things are representative of the whole, the well. You then have to utilize the tools, the rungs, the rope, mm -hmm. the scaling wall. The rungs are where you start to implement those things that will raise your vibration. And we can go into this a little bit more in a minute, but whether it's breathing, praying, 
music, whatever it is, each one of those things is like a rung on a ladder. Mm-hmm. Calling for that lifeline, calling for that rope. It's like, okay, let me pick up the phone and speak to someone that I know is vibrating higher than me right now. Somebody that can actually give me some positivity, somebody that can actually lift me up. The scaling of the wall, that's a, that's a different thing. That is when you have to call on your inner self and do the work. You may have to use visualization. Some You may have to call on an ancestor. Whatever it is, you have to do that on your own. It is work. But once you come out of that hole and you are back on the path, that's where you know, okay, this is my baseline. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> because you don't know what your baseline is sometimes until you fall below it. Ooh. And once you once you climbed out and you're back on the path, you can always elevate. You you can always go higher. I don't think there's a limit on how high you can go. But you you just got to know how to get there. Right. So I'm really hoping that makes sense. If anybody's commenting, if you don't understand, please let me know. <laughs> so, you know, listeners, you all are out here. I see it. Type in the in the comments. Did you get that? If not, it's okay. You yeah, know, really. she can break down because I've been there before. That's the only reason. Why. Oh, Lisa, talk that talk. Uh-uh. <laughs> see <you> something. <laughs> And yeah. um, someone else you may know, she said, amen. Her name is Robin. Her name, yes, I do know Robin. That is my sister. Thank you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope I answered your question. Um, yeah, you got to know where your baseline is so that you know what I, at least I need to get back to to feel peace. So you're passing. Yes. That peace and joy. And to let listeners know it's okay to to dim down that ego and ask for help. What? what? Listen, when you get in that space, when you when you get to that tired space, you're going to ask for help. You're gonna reach out. You're going to you're going to do something that says, my soul needs to survive. Mm. Mm. and just like you made the decision can I ask you like do you remember the moment that you said okay I need therapy oh yes (laughs) (laughs) okay you were tired you were sick and tired of being tired Mm -hmm. but to actually physically pick up the phone and call like, I don't need to know the details, but I'm just curious as to what inside of you, what was moving in your spirit that just said, I can't do this anymore? That's a good question. I picked up the phone because I know, I knew you can lead a life of joy. You can lead a life of wholeness. Yeah. I knew how I grew up was not good. Mm-hmm. Childhood trauma. 
And I really didn't believe God put us on this earth to live in that low vibration that we're talking about. There's just no way. I knew there was a better way. I just did not have the tools. It was just too much trauma fog. That's what made me pick up the phone. It was like enough is enough. <laughs> These are good words. Enough is enough. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know okay. what it felt like? It literally felt like I was in emotional jail, but there were no walls, mm. no physical walls. And I'm literally walking around in my own prison. That is what we do. That is what we do. That was vibrating very low then. Okay. So, so you know, and we have all had those moments. And like mm-hmm. I said, what's going to keep us from having those moments and living the joyous life that we should live are the tools and knowing which tools work for you. So mm-hmm. sorry about that. All right. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the scaling of the wall out of the, out of the well, if I could. Mm-hmm. I told you I had an experience I wanted to tell you about. Yeah. And a few people that may be on the line have heard this experience before, but it was my moment of recognizing that I had the power inside of me the entire time to overcome a negative situation. I was vibrating super low compared to, you know, what I'm normally at. Mm-hmm. And it, I kept thinking it was because of someone else. Mm. I wanted to blame this person. Mm-hmm. And I had to come to, it wasn't that person. It was me. Ooh. So, all right. So I have the situation at work. This was a two year time frame. Okay. So it's not like two days, two months, two years of dealing with someone who was vibrating exceptionally low. And instead of me being where I needed to be, I allowed, I allowed (laughs) this person's energy to overtake my own. Mm. I was dealing with someone that did not treat people well. They were condescending and patronizing and sometimes just mean, not directly to me, but you know those people that do a lot of backhanded, deceitful kind of stuff? You see them, but nobody else can see what's going on? Mm -hmm. It was that kind of stuff. And I thought for the longest time, so like for the first year, I'm thinking, what is, what is, why? There's no need, there's no, there's no point in this. And it got to the point where when I saw the way that this person was treating other people, that's when it really started to bother me. And I had the question, I was like, she didn't really do anything to me, but I just didn't like that energy. But it started to bring out the worst in me. And this is where her negative vibration was pulling me in and I was letting it happen. It got really? to Oh yeah, yeah. So I need people to like, please hear what I'm saying that other people and what they're doing can definitely draw you in. When I say that, I learned what it was like to have the worst of me come out 
anytime I was, I saw, I could see this person's name come up in an email and I would physically have a reaction. I'd be, I, I'd instantly be angry. I'm not kidding. I'm so not kidding. Anybody that knows me, I know they're not, like, that's, that's not me. <laughs> I would walk down the hallway and pass her in the hallway and forgive me. Um, I, I the thought was, I want to do some harm to you right now. I just don't even want to see you. It was literally bringing out the worst in me. I had no idea. I wasn't thinking about vibrating low. I wasn't thinking about any of that. I just knew that I got to the point where it felt like it was insurmountable. How do I combat this? Because I've tried everything I know. I've prayed mm. about this. I've talked to other people about this, tried to get you know counsel about this. Like, what, what is going on? it really fell out of my reach. And so I was connected with a woman who said the simplest thing to me. And if people don't take anything away from this podcast, I hope they will take this. This woman said to me, you need to be the light in the dark room. Ooh. I said, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, excuse me? She said, when you encounter this energy, you need to picture yourself as a candle walking in to a dark room, like a candle in a closet. She said, because where light is, darkness cannot dwell. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I, I thought, surely it can't be that simple, right? But I'm gonna okay, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try this because I'm tired. I'm like you. I'm tired of being tired. <laughs> mm -hmm. After this meeting, I go back to I go back to work, and my first encounter was you know, a conference. So we got a staff meeting. We're in the conference room, and of course, I'm being tested right now because that we get tested all the time. And. I walk in the room, last seat is directly in front of this person. Mm -hmm. My entire walk there was saying out loud, be the light in the dark room, be the light. Yeah. I'm like talking to myself walking up the hallway. I sit down and not only was I saying, and now I'm saying it in my head, but I'm actually trying to embody light. I'm actually trying to see this in my head. I said, no matter what she says, I'm going to respond with kindness. No matter how I feel, I'm going to respond with kindness. And when I tell you that that moment that I chose to be the light, everything shifted. It took a few more months for it to come to closure, but it did. It absolutely did. And I had to many, many times picture, I don't care what you're walking into right now, you have to be the light, which means I had to vibrate higher. Mm. Instead of me being drawn here, I needed to bring her here. And if you didn't want to come, that's fine, but I need to be here. Mm. That moment in my life brought me to a moment of learning what forgiveness was as well. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. So I, there was a point to the whole story. I promise. Being like, yes, ma'am. So when you say forgiveness, forgiveness for how she treated you or other people, or forgiveness how 
you felt towards her? This is the funny thing. I woke up one morning and I'm looking in the mirror after my prayer and something said, forgive her. And I was like, forgive her for what? Now I'm having to think, what does she actually do to me? Mm. I couldn't think of anything that she directly did to me. So I'm like, what am I forgiving her for? And then it was just, just forgive her. I did not understand what I was supposed to forgive her for. I kept trying to analyze it. It was too much. But I kept saying it. And that morning I got to work and (laughs) I had a conversation with her. Now this people, please understand every, when you elevate, that does not mean people are going to understand. It does not mean they're going to, they're not going to relate. They might not even care. And that's okay. It is absolutely okay. Because as I walked in, she was the first person there that day. And I made it a point. I said, I said the words, can I, can we talk for a minute? And she's like, sure, we can talk. Okay. (laughs) I said, I know that we've had issues in the past. She looked me right in my face and said, I've never had any issues with you. I thought, okay, uh, here I am trying to be the big person. Um, what point did you flip the table over? I didn't. I didn't. I did because I realized it was like it all came full circle, and it's like I don't care what happens right now. I don't care what this person says to you. You came in here to work this out and end it, finish it, close it out, forgive. And that's what I did. It didn't matter at that point. When she said that, I thought, you are never going to get what's transpired. You're never going to to understand how I've grown from our experience. And it is okay. Mm -hmm. I said what I needed to say. I walked back to my office and I felt like this has been one of the most gratifying, powerful moments of my life because I understood that when I became the light and when I forgave, even when I didn't understand why I was doing it, but I knew my heart needed to do it, mm-hmm. I was a better person. It didn't matter whether she was a better person. Wow. I was a better person. So I hope, I hope that that does something for someone in a situation where you may need to be the light. You may need to vibrate higher and do the work within yourself to do it. And we can talk about other things you can do to, to raise that vibration, but it is worth it to just come to, I've got to be better. I need to do better. It doesn't matter what's going on around me. That was powerful. And kudos to you for leveling up on your own. Yeah, <laughs> it was a struggle but the thing was I wasn't conscious of what was actually happening I was just knowing that I couldn't stay where I was you were tired of being tired I was I was tired of not figuring it out but that one thing that the, the woman said to me about being the light in the dark room shifted everything so now whenever I encounter any negative person situation 
I always think about being the light in the dark room and I'm automatically, my mindset is elevated. Wow. That's something else. May I read a comment? Nicole said, and I love this. She said, people only understand at their level of perception. Yes. Yes. Which is why this woman reacted the way she did towards you. Absolutely. Yeah. Because to her, nothing was wrong. (laughs) It was me. (laughs) Right. So speaking of being a light, uh, you already gave an example of vibrating higher with forgiveness. How does it look when you, when it shows up in love? Oh, wow. I had to think about this one. Um, We can go back to that. No, 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 no. Um, The simplest way or the simplest examples I can think of is if you feel, if you're feeling low, you're feeling sad or, you know, you just need some stress relief. People with, when they see the person that they're in love with, okay, whether you're a significant other, your spouse, I mean, truly in love, heart to heart, that soul, immediately upon being in their presence, you feel better. Mm. Does that make sense? They've automatically raised your vibration. It's almost like giving you the gift of what their positivity, they're handing it to you. Being in the mm-hmm. presence of children, some of the purest love you can possibly get, just being in their presence makes you feel better. You vibrate higher because they vibrate higher. Mm. So they share that with you. Um, I could say people that don't have children, uh, pet owners. You have a hard day at work, you come home and your pets, your dogs or cats or whomever is right there. They automatically, they just, all they do is love you. Yeah. And all you and in response, you love them right back. Mm-hmm. Reciprocity, reciprocity. But I mean, I, I've, I've been a dog owner, so I know when you walk through the door and that's just pure love coming at you. <laughs> yes, I love dogs. You, yeah. you know, can I go? I just thought about this. I, can I go back to your story with this woman? Mm-hmm. I just thought about this. If anybody has any questions on what it's like to ground yourself, meditate, calling mm-hmm. on a higher source, mm-hmm. um, mindfulness, that whole story, what Lori just explained and shared that gift to us, that's what she was doing when she is visualizing herself being yeah. that light. That's <laughs> mindfulness. You know, she's she's grounding herself. There's prayer involved. You know, that that's what it looks like. So while you were talking, I was thinking about all those tools. And when you put all that together, that's how you become a whole person. It it definitely is how you become a happier, whole, peaceful person. Yeah. There are five things that I would love to just kind of throw out there um, in order to to help people vibrate higher. And this, these are things you can do in a moment. And understand that every moment is going to move you to a higher elevation in life. So there are things that you do in a moment where, you know, something strikes you and you had, you didn't even see that coming. The very Mm -hmm. first thing you need to do 
breathe. Yes. Your something has made you angry. Someone has hurt your feelings. Something made you sad. Something just completely stressed you out, caused you anxiety. Once you recognize that this is where I'm at, stop and just breathe. Inhale and think, I need peace. And exhale, everything you don't need. Exhale the anxiety, exhale the fear, exhale the anger. If you're in the middle of an argument and you are able to recognize this is not where I want to be, stop and breathe. Yes. Oof. The second thing, once you once you're breathing, okay, I'm a little bit calmer now. I'm a little bit calmer now. Now's a good time. If you're a praying person, pray. If you meditate, meditate. If you do both, do both. But take a moment. I don't care if it's 10 second prayer. Release and give to the higher power what is going on with you. Let it go. Release it. Speak the words. Ask for what you need. Mm-hmm. And keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Another way to raise your vibration, gratitude. Be grateful. Because yeah. you, you, I know you, grow, you grew up hearing that saying, somebody's always got it worse than you. The situation could always be worse, right? I don't know if I subscribe to that early on, but I understand it now. But no yes. matter what, in the moment that I'm feeling what, whatever I'm feeling, however low I'm feeling, there's always something to be grateful for. For me, it's always, number one, the breath in my body, because as long as I'm breathing, every moment is an opportunity for me to make it better. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm grateful first and foremost for breath. And then I start to think about my family. I think about, you know, just where I live, just what I do, what I'm able to do. The fact that I have grown so much as a person. Sometimes it takes me to to look all the way back and look at what I've accomplished, look at what the mountains I've climbed, I've overcome. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for my higher power. I'm grateful for God for bringing me through every single one of those things. Mm -hmm. In that moment, it could just find something to be grateful for because I read recently, if you are in a moment of gratitude, you really can't be in a moment of anything else. Oh, may I borrow that? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's great. You know, and to add on to that with the gratitude, I liken it to something that you've done for yourself. Because I believe oh. if you always put it on somebody else then that goes into relying on somebody else for that validation, for the gratitude, something, make it come from within, however you do it. That would be my asterisk to that. No, I absolutely agree. Um, And I'm, when you say gratitude, like when you're thinking about something to be grateful for that you've done, give give me an example of that for you. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know this is what I do. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna keep it transparent. And you always do, and I love it. <laughs> okay, so at my job, mm-hmm. and if Nicole is still logged on, she knows the backstory. So <laughs> good lord. So I'm having a conversation with someone. And oh, you know what? I'm just gonna tell. So this tell way, tell. so I'm having problems with someone at my job. Okay. And this person really annoys the hell out of me for real. Even the look at their face, just ugh. So yeah. Yeah. So they said something to me. I wanted to go off. I mean, for real. And I did not. And I showed gratitude to myself, like, Ursula, good job. Thank yourself for keeping it cool. But, you know, it it still felt here. I just wanted to just go out, just go at it. But I was like, Ursula, good job. Thank you for not just going to that next level. And I'm glad I did because 48 hours later, I know this is petty, but I'm going to say it. 48 <laughs> hours later, she was being nasty to someone else, and the shredder blew up in her face, burned oh. her hair off, and her oh. eyes. Oh, okay. All right, that was a lot. <laughs> that, was a, that, was, that was a lot. Okay. Well, somebody else took care of it, but I, I was proud of myself, and I thanked myself for keeping calm because- yes. She was very embarrassed after ooh, they were very embarrassed after that situation happened. So that's just one petty one. <laughs> okay, but the gratitude was that you held your peace. Okay. <laughs> was, I held yeah. my peace in my tongue because my gratitude was really because I responded and not reacted. There you go. All right. So yes, we we definitely have to pat ourselves on the back uh, and not in a vain way, but acknowledge your accomplishments, acknowledge your growth, you know, in all ways. And yes, be grateful for it, for sure. So the other, there are two more things. Um, so breathe, pray and meditate, be grateful, feed your entire being with positivity. I love the word prana. It's an it's an Indian word or word that's used in, in Hinduism, okay? And it's feeding your body with good things. So mm. people will be, you know, whole foods, not just keeping toxic things out of your body, but feeding your body things that will make it flourish. Mm-hmm. So I love that word. But it's not just about your body. Feed your mind with something positive, whether you wake up and you read a devotional or the Bible or what, whatever it is. Put something positive in your mind. Mm-hmm. Feed your mind. Feed your soul. Yes. Listen, listen to music that helps you elevate and vibrate to a better place. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. Feed your being with positivity. 
And the last thing is, and this is probably my favorite, <laughs> make sure that your circle is full of high vibing people. Yes, that is num that is very high on my list. Wow. It is. And what people, it's like when it's time for them to be in your life, they will be. And the higher you elevate, you will attract those people. So you will always have people in your life that, you know, are, are vibrating lower than you. And that's fine because that is okay. Somebody needs to feed them. There will always be people in your life, preferably, that are vibrating higher. And it, it's, a, you know, it's it goes back and forth. It's ebbs and flows. Okay, not everybody is on 110 all the time. But some people do live on their baseline is fairly high. They're not going to give a solo. Does that make sense? It does. I never heard it that way, put that way, but that makes sense. Yes. So, yeah. So as, as you elevate in life, as you take these, you know, these things that I've talked about and you use them as tools and, and, move up and elevate from situations or from specific people as you do that in in moments and days you are are constantly elevating your baseline but there are major shifts that you can do in your life and you know this <laughs> that will i i mean project you <laughs> like 50% shift like you get yeah. yeah there there's like you know some shifting and then there's some catapulting okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Where wherever you vibrate, those are the people that are that you're going to attract to you. So this is true. Yeah. So like I said, if you're you know vibrating at a low level, that's who you're going to attract, and that is where misery loves company. Nobody wants that. Nobody should mm -hmm. have that. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves that because we are born beautiful, honest, truthful authentic creatures out oh, yeah. of born out of love. This is facts. And you know also when you're attracting people, higher vibrating people, just know that other people may fall off. Oh yes. And that's okay too. Because I always you know what I'm this is a good example. So <laughs> at one point before I had my beautiful locks, I also had a perm mm -hmm. and I was growing my perm out. So I had an Afro. Yeah, everybody knows all this black women here. We know you, you're growing out you your do. perm. Right. <laughs> so it got to a point where I had so much new growth, but the ends were permed. Mm -hmm. So my hair was growing a lot. But the longer my new growth was getting, my hair actually started in the end falling out. And my hairdresser at the time, she's like, Ursula, <laughs> you cannot have both. Your strand of your hair, anyone's hair, it is two different textures. You cannot have both. So either you're going to perm your hair again. I was like, I don't want to do that. She's like, well, you're gonna have to cut off the rest of your 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 perm because yeah. other than that, your hair is gonna keep falling out, and then it's gonna become truly damaged. Yeah. So I said, cut it off. <laughs> Just cut, cut, cut it off. I I'll love cut it. And when I say <laughs> this beautiful 
<laughs> Afro just bloomed off of my roots of my head. I had to get rid of the old so that the new can flourish. And there you go. Yes, yes, because so, the two things cannot coexist in the same space. Not healthily, no, no, no. no. So it, it's okay to let some people go. And when I say let some people go, no, not just don't talk to them ever. Mm-hmm. You know, no, not like that. But you know, you gravitate towards more of the the higher vibrating. It you it will come. It will it come. Will it will definitely you come. That. <laughs> I so appreciate you for saying that. <laughs> for real. But I, I'll be honest with you. There are people that are are low vibrating that are kind of stuck in that rut really can't be comfortable in the space with a whole lot of high vibration. They feel uncomfortable. They'll want to exit themselves. You won't have to cut them off. Mm, I never thought about it like that. Again, darkness cannot dwell where there is light. Just saying. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's, I mean, it is just as natural as the changing of seasons, at least the ones we used to have. Global warming kind of changed that. But <laughs> what we knew as seasons changing, I mean, it's just the natural flow of things. It really is. It really is. And and that's just the beauty of growth. It literally. <laughs> literally. Because <laughs> look. Like literally, my hair is down my back. Love it, and it's beautiful. It really is. Thank you. So I can liken my hair to all these beautiful, energetic, high vibrating, beautiful people that have come into my life, and I'm so grateful for them because they they make me want to level up. You know what? Yeah, it's just (laughs) you're so right. You are so right. I remember the very first time that I was in a room with someone who was was truly vibrating so high that I almost thought, I was like, is she she real? I know that sounds crazy. I know it does. But it was the first time that I recognized that energy is a real thing. And, but I was cognizant, like you feel it all the time. We experience it all the time. Okay. But there comes a moment when you actually recognize it. And I was, I remember being at a, a, a work function and one of my colleagues wife came in the room mm-hmm. and it was literally like the sun walked in. Everything about her was mm-hmm. calm and peaceful, and you could feel kindness. And as many people that I know that I love, that have been great examples, that was the first time that I actually could feel the shift in the room. Mm. In a good way, like you can always feel the shift when it's not so good, (laughs) but to feel like everybody wanted to have some time with her. And she was just doing her. 
There was nothing about her that wanted that attention, but she just felt warm to be near. Mm-hmm. And so conversations with her always made you feel good and you couldn't even explain why. Right. And that was the first time I recognized that, wow, is that the effect you know, that I have. And if I don't, I want to, like, I would love for people to feel that warm, loving, caring kind of thing, you know, when they're around me. So it made me cognizant of, you know, I don't know how she did that, but I would, I would love to have that effect. I would love to make people feel at ease and that way, you know? So, yeah. um, It's real. It's real. Just being in the presence of someone else makes you want to vibrate higher. Yes. I can give you a quick story and then we're going to start wrapping it up. Yes. So I went to this just to show you how vibrating high and you, you don't know it, but with other people, how they react to you. I went to the Super Bowl party and I was sitting on the sofa and as people were coming in, you know, there was a lot of people around, but people, they were coming up to me. And as soon as one person got off the sofa, somebody else came down and sat next to me and we're talking. <laughs> and people, I didn't realize it, but it was like a rotation. So at the end, this man came up to me and he said, who are you? <laughs> like, He's like, no, who are you? He said, I sat here for two hours and watch literally people come like a rotation sitting next to you on the sofa and they get up and then somebody else. I mean, no one was lined up. It just, it was just constant, you know? And I was like, I'm I'm friendly, but I didn't realize it at the time that that is high vibration. Truly, it is. You vibrate super high, okay? (laughs) You really do. That that smile alone, okay? (laughs) Thank you. Smile alone. So, yes, I I totally understand what happened at that Super Bowl party. Yeah, it's just, it's an everyone. We just got to clean it up. We just got to clean it up. That's That's all. That's that's it. Do the work, do the things that will get you to that place of peace. And I think that truly is what most people are attracted to. Peace comes with loving yourself, being that's yourself. And when you have all of those things wrapped up into one, it just looks like peace. And people, they gravitate to peace. Right. Here's a quick, uh, a very quick example. If anybody wants to know how people are vibrating, or my opinion, my opinion, <laughs> or how they feel about themselves. Give them, it's real simple. Give them a compliment. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. If you hear anything other than thank you, but you hear, oh, th- yeah, but my hair needs to be done. Oh, yeah, but my, my rope. Guilty. <laughs> That's yeah. a clear sign right there. So can you tell everybody the name of your life coaching service? Yes, my practice is called Chrysalis Connection. And I will be, I'm revamping my website right now. So I unfortunately right. won't be in, in the show notes tonight. But as soon as I send it to Ursula, uh, it'll be up and live April 1st. April 1st. Oh, Okay. So I will put that whenever 
you um, send that to me, everybody, you can get in touch with Lori. Lori. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for saying yes. Thank you for even asking. I could not believe, honestly, when you did. I was like, she do- she knows nothing about me. <laughs> she knows nothing about me. <laughs> and then That's we that talked. Vibration, that. baby. That's that vibration. Was that what it was? <laughs> I am yes. so honored that you asked me to do this. And all, all I can say is I've had a great time. Thank Yay. you so much. I'm so glad that people tuned in. Um, I, oh, yeah. yeah, this was a great experience. Really, yeah. really- a lot of people have tuned in and, um, some people are saying, oh, good job, Lori. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. yeah. Oh, Nicole said you better speak Lori G. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she made a great point. We actually met, but we didn't meet physically. Your, you and your sister had a, a conversation night, and you were the yeah. host. Yeah. And that's the first I was sitting way in the back where you were. I was sitting way in the back, right-hand corner. I'm like, who is this lady with this nice voice? Girl, you and the voice. Little did I know we'd be connecting <laughs> on this level three, four years later. Who knew? No idea, right? I know, I know. None. So, so happy. Thank you for trusting me. Oh, absolutely. So before we get off, I'd love for you to choose a number between one and two. Between one and two. One. Good. I have five <laughs> questions for you. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go for it. Now, this is a personal question I need to know. Is your maiden name really gentle? It really is, yes. <laughs> yes, it really is. Are you freaking kidding me? No, let me let me really trip you out. So oh. obviously that was my father's last name, right? My yeah. mother's maiden last name was Jubilee. Goodbye. <laughs> no, we had a gentle and Jubilee. <laughs> Can't stop staring at you now. Are you kidding me? That's real. I saw that in your bio. I was like, she's got to be kidding me. I I see you didn't say it. I was like, I know most people look at that and that's like, that's not real. No, that is real. (laughs) Girl, oh my God. Okay, I had to say that for the end, but I have more questions. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What's the one thing you want to do? when COVID is over? Travel, I need to see my family. <laughs> I need to see my family. Okay. So I'll be taking like three weeks off just to, just to travel like that lower East Coast. Okay, uh, let's see. Do you ever get mad? Like for real mad? I can't see you. But... <laughs> Anybody who knows Lori, if she can get really mad, I want you to type it in the comments. I no need one- to- <laughs> okay, so I'll uh, let me say this. Um, confession: I used to have a really bad temper, like when I was younger, teenagers, and I did. Um, it was actually my oldest son that tempered my temper because lesson learned. Let's just say that lesson learned, 
And as I got older, I realized, you know, what is the purpose in getting angry? It doesn't feel good physically, number one. Blood pressure goes through the roof. Like, nobody needs that. Um, But it doesn't accomplish anything. So do I get frustrated or, you know, do do people annoy me with certain things? Yes. Yeah. I, I, but do I get angry any longer? No, I, I really don't. Okay. It's just not worth it. That's what happens when you learn to vibrate higher. It's not worth it. (laughs) it Can't come back to the person. Okay. Who out of the two, who's your, your, your favorite singer, Mahalia or Meg the Stallion? Uh, that'd be Mahalia. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look. Okay. Let's <laughs> crack that off. Ballroom dancing or booty shake? Ooh. See, now you messed me up because I like both. <laughs> Just depends on my mood. <laughs> you have to choose one, ma'am. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So. Lee said, oh, okay. I can't. <laughs> yeah, but I want both. All right, if I have to choose one, as crazy as it's going to sound to most people I know, I'm going to go with the ballroom dancing because I can't twerk to save my life. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, now your people coming out in the comments. Hold on. Okay. Hold oh, on. We, I, I, I am half Jamaican, though. Don't, don't get it twisted. I can do something. I just can't twerk. Are you? I didn't know you were half Jamaican. Yeah, my dad's Jamaican. What? That makes sense with the gentle. Okay. That okay. Your sister said the other side of Lori is moth is a mafia girl. <laughs> really, sister? Did you just help me like that? <laughs> and she's like, yes, you can, booty shake. And Natasha put some emojis that I can't really see because I don't have my glasses. Hey, Natasha. Oh, they're coming out the woodwork now. (laughs) You're asking questions about that. Okay. Okay. Here's my favorite and the last question. Okay. What's your favorite curse word? Mm -mm, You don't want to know that. You do not want to know that. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know Go ahead. Honestly, it's the, I'm not gonna say it, but it, it, it's the mf'er. I that's that <laughs> the worst one, like the worst one. That's so terrible. I just put that out there on the internet forever. But <laughs> wait, is it mf'er or mf'a? It depends. I mean, it depends on my mood, really. But like, <laughs> that's terrible. But yeah, that that yeah, the last one I should be using. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> you really want me to say it? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> It'll help you vibrate higher. It helps <laughs> me. <laughs> no, oh, but this is this is why we cuss because it feels good. Like, that's why people do it. Like we all know that. Lee said yeah. that that's her favorite curse word too. Girl, and it's I'm mine. Girl. I'm like, <laughs> I got a list of it. <laughs> yeah, I, Anyone who knows me. Yep. Yeah. I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. Oh, you saw that yeah, I did have to see that t-shirt. <laughs> I'm gonna make one. So on that note. Yes. Oh wait. Robin said MF is her favorite. 
I knew somebody was going to confirm. I knew that. <laughs> I knew it. I love it. Oh, they quiet for a while. Then they just started. <laughs> See, they, they, all you had to do is like ask me about stuff that I normally wouldn't talk about. <laughs> Well, damn, you should have tuned in to the, the show I had with the adult film actress star. Oh, oh I'm sorry. How did I miss that one? Okay. Oh, it's there. I'll be, I'll be checking out the replay. Don't worry. <laughs> Just go back a couple of, couple of episodes. She was wonderful. Oh, I can imagine. Yes. Listen, I love your podcast. I love the authenticity. I love the guests that you bring. I've learned a lot. And I, so I hope that people tune in. Please do the replays. They're, they're awesome. Thank you, Thanks love. Thank you. Um, I won't put you on the spot, but I'd love to have you back in the future. Just oh putting God, you. So just out there in the stratosphere. Listen, anytime we can converse, I'm happy to do it. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. Lori, you have qualified as a black girl who has her shift together. for joining me on this episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. If anything you heard today made your soul vibrate, please like, comment, and share this episode with two of your friends. Thank you and I love you all. This for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting closer to God, huh? Brunching with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world, sis. Celestial body, drink your water. Meditate, sun kiss goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti Black girl magic, melanin popping Whether you ratchet or lavish, whether you bougie or savage You a gift and a treasure You got to love a black girl getting a shift together Black girls are getting a shift together These black girls getting a shift together Man, these black girls are getting a shift together These black girls getting a shift together, dog.